0: well welcome back to Femme noir we are a podcast that reviews films and analyzes movies written by directed by or starring women and discusses them through the lens of women's representation pertaining to the industry and what we see on screen i'm serena and i'm whitney and today we are going to be doing things a little bit different um, we're gonna skip our movie gossip movie news, uh, because it's Christmas time. This episode will be coming out closer to Christmas, and we thought it would be fun just to kinda like watch the movie um live for you and you guys can get our commentary commentary as it's happening while we're watching the film. Um both Whitney and I have seen the movie already. It's one of our favorites. I actually haven't watched it this year
1: yet. I haven't watched it this year either perfect oh
0: my god amazing i love this (laughs) okay so we're both gonna be watching it the first time of the year amazing we have our spiked um drinks Mm -hmm. (laughs) so we'll see how that goes throughout um yeah and then if you're a patron with us on patreon you'll actually be able to watch this video congratulations um and you c- will probably also be able to see the movie as we're watching it with us. Um, if not, you guys should be patrons and head on over to Patreon so that you can get in on this wonderful content because we will be making this a more regular thing in the new year. Um, so yeah, we're going to be watching The Holiday and I'm so excited. Like, I think I want to talk about this for a while, but as we all know, Vic doesn't really like rom-coms or like romance movies so now that we have Whitney as a host mm-hmm. it's like the perfect opportunity because now we get to talk about like rom-coms and not have to like fight the fact that we don't like them oh I <laughs> and I'm not love forcing rom-coms. I'm not like torturing Vic by making her watch
1: by making them yeah, watch you, instead you torture rom-com. me by making me watch horror movies that's true yeah but it's worth it so, yeah. um if it's it means great. I get to watch more rom-coms so yeah more content. Mm -hmm.
0: Alright, so I'm gonna go ahead. You know what? I think we should play FMF though, you know? That'd be so fun. Alright, yeah, we're totally gonna do that, um, but let's get started with the movie. Oh my god, I literally love this movie so much. (laughs) Did I ever tell you that this movie is the movie that like made me realize that there's like jobs working with like films and movies and in Hollywood that aren't just like being a director or an actor?
1: Really? And, like, this was ultimately
0: like... made me want to like get into film.
1: Oh my gosh, that's really cute and adorable. Like this is <laughs> this is what like opened up, I guess, Hollywood for you.
0: Yeah, and, like, nobody else cared. Like, it's when I first realized that being a screenwriter, like, was, like, a thing, because the guy, Mm -hmm. the old man, was, like, a screenwriter, and he was talking about it. Like, nobody else watched this movie and was like, I learned so much about the Hollywood industry. (laughs) Like, no one except for me, apparently.
1: (laughs) Yeah. I, what opened up Hollywood for me was I um, absolutely loved reading, and for school, I had to read a book. That was just so terrible that in sixth grade, um, I decided I could write a better book and then proceeded to write a better book. And from there, I'm like, this is amazing. I'm such a good writer at age 11. um, (laughs) This is what I want to do with my life. Uh, So I wanted to be a writer. And then um, I met uh, a friend and her brother um was working as an assistant director in hollywood and um i asked him questions about it and it just seemed absolutely amazing i had never had any interest to work in hollywood especially when people talk about hollywood it's either acting or directing Mm -hmm. and i knew i didn't want to be an actor an actress um and I I pretty much knew directing really wasn't a route that I wanted to go either. It just seemed like too much. Um, but then when he heard <laughs> that I wanted Wallach. to be... Eli Wallach. Huh?
0: His name is Eli Wallach.
1: Eli, When he texted okay. me
0: earlier and had written that guy's name, but it autocorrected to Pelican Wallach, and I was like, I can't remember this guy's first name for the life of me. <laughs>
1: You know, phones have really strange autocorrect. Also, Jude Law is so hot. Yes, he is. He's so gorgeous in this movie. He is. Um, but jumping back to my story. <laughs> yes. Um, he knew my friend's brother knew that I wanted to be a, um a writer. And he had saw, seen how much um, I was interested in Hollywood. Um, and so he told me about screenwriting. He's just like, you know, you can write movies, right? Like, you don't just have to write books. And my tiny little sixth grade mind was blown. Um, I just, like, it never occurred to me until that moment that people had to write movies. Um, and I knew that that was what I wanted to do. And here I am um that's like so 20 years later maybe not that because mine was similar
0: to that i was like oh i like english and like books and writing and whatnot and i was interested in doing that and so i had ended up seeing this movie at the same time when i was in high school and i was like debating and like thinking i was really thinking about like what i wanted to do because i was like either photography or film and then i was like screenwriting oh my god that's literally what i was looking for
1: yeah um in the long run um I definitely like screenwriting more than book writing.
0: Oh yeah, me and,
1: too. Yeah. And I think it's just immensely easier. I find it interesting that a lot
0: of people, especially in my screenwriting classes, like they're the kind of writers that have a hard time like cutting things out. Whereas mm-hmm. I'm like I hate adding in unnecessary like information. Yeah. So like, I kind of already had that thing where it was like, okay, I only need to write like what's going to be seen. Like, I don't need to explain the backstory. Like that, isn't that doesn't matter right now to the script or like who's going to be doing these things. So that part was like literally so freeing for me. <laughs>
1: hmm. Um. It because you don't put as much descrip- Description in um, a script as you would a book it made everything flow more easily for me like Mm -hmm. I like it it wasn't such a slog to get through Um, I could write down ideas as soon as I came up with them for me I didn't have to spend an extra 30 minutes trying to write one idea so that I could move on to the next
0: Mm. yeah I was like I don't know what it looks like I don't care <laughs> like I don't ca- it doesn't that's not really my job. matter job what <laughs> she's wearing right now that's not my job yeah just writing it <laughs> mhm just writing what happens
1: um before we start i i'm going to read out the plot um just for those who haven't seen the movie yet um or um just forget what it's about. Uh, the Holiday is about two women troubled with guy problems swapping homes in each other's countries where they each meet a local guy and fall in love. Directed, by, directed and written by Nancy Myers, starring Kate Winslet, Cameron Diaz, Jude Law, and Jack Black.
0: I'm not going to lie. I feel like that synopsis does this movie a whole injustice. <laughs> That's it's like, yes, straight it's from me. they have romance. But, like, literally the things that I remember from this movie, like, that I'm like, oh, yeah, I love this movie. And this is why. Have nothing to do with the romance parts at all. <laughs> really? Yeah. They all have to do with, like, like her, uh, specifically Iris, when she meets the guy, the old man, and, like, helps him out. And like Ah. learns like oh all these screenwriting things and he's like yeah you're like acting like a lead like a like a side character when you're the like when you're the main lead and then he like never says like oh you're a side character you need to be the meet meet need to be the lead he always just says like he he. I'm pretty sure he quite literally says later when they're eating, like, lunch or something, he goes, like, I know a main, a leading lady when I see one. And he's just so cute. Like, without being, like, gross. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Like, I think I also have this thing with, like, old men. I'm just like, ugh. I don't like them. They make me Old white men tend to be very creepy. But, like, he didn't, he was, like, the first, like, old person I saw on screen that didn't make me, like, cringe. Disgustingly. You know? Mm Mm-hmm. But then I also like Jack Black's characters because he, like, knew all the stuff. But then he's also like, oh my gosh, this old man is literally amazing. And, like, it's just such a cute little friendship.
1: I hate Jack Black. Um... <laughs> <laughs> That's so strong, Whitney. <laughs> it is. It is. Um, he- I dislike very few actors. Um, he is at the top of my list jack black okay so i hate jack black but i only like him in three-ish movies and i say three-ish because like i'm counting all of kung fu panda as one (laughs) um you know like school of rock school of rock is the second and then this is the third and this one yeah Um, he did
0: so good in this movie this is the first like not comedy role i saw him in ever
1: yeah, he uh he does really well in not just comedy roles. Like each of those films has comedy elements to them. Um but they're not like solely comedy. Um and when he gets to to show his range, that's when I like his work. Yeah. Yeah. Funnily enough, um the Other, another actor. The other, okay. I only dislike two other actors. Uh, One is uh, Will Ferrell and the other is Jim Carrey. And um, that's,
0: those are so, all three of these are so controversial.
1: I know. It's, it's just, (laughs) those are beloved
0: people. I also don't like Jim Carrey that much, though.
1: (laughs) (laughs) It's their acting style, it's their comedic acting style. When they get to show their range, when, Um, I get to see them act in more, um, dramas or in like a more just dramatic fashion. Um, I, that's when I appreciate them. That's when I can really see their talent when they're just doing their comedic acting. They're essentially just playing the same character. It's not so much, um, them playing their movies character. It's them playing themselves playing that character
0: Mm. can we go back to eli wallach being an absolute dick yeah because the scene just happened where he announces his engagement and she has to write like iris has to write the like the thing about them getting married and for the paper and i was like bro i can't believe that right before that he literally was like hanging out with her and being like, Oh my god, you're so sexy, boom. And a Christmas gift for you. He didn't even have a freaking Christmas gift. <laughs> like he really showed up empty handed and then said, Oh yeah, also, I'm not even gonna tell you that I'm getting engaged to the girl I was cheating on you with, you yeah. cheating on her with. I don't even know. That's so ass. And she had to find out in front of everybody, bro. <laughs> I absolutely love how they introduced Cameron Diaz's character in this movie. (laughs) Absolutely brilliant, in my opinion. Mm -hmm.
1: It it's definitely one of my favorite character introductions.
0: I quote this scene so often.
1: Which part? So just I don't
0: know why, but some of the things she says, like the way she says them, was so like it just sticks in my head. Oh, this is a scene I quote a lot, where she's like, "I don't think you ever really loved me." In fact. I think you like the idea of you and me together, but I don't think mm. you actually loved me. I think... The, like, upper balcony on the yeah, ground. Yeah, I think
1: when she's on the balcony, that that's one of my favorite parts right here.
0: Also, what an interesting thing to give one of your main characters. That she can't cry.
1: Mm.
0: Like, she's just, like, emotionally
1: blocked. <laughs> I don't know if I like that. Like, it just, it feels like it, it's, um, it's a little, like, too pick-me girl. Like, I'm, I'm not like other girls. I'm different. Um, I love him. The, the gardener is just, like, watching. <laughs> the don't tea say it, dude. <laughs> tea spill, yeah. Um.
0: I know, I think at first I didn't like it, but then, like. As I've watched the movie mm-hmm. more and more, I'm like, I get like she has a pretty good reason for like not having it. But then they also show the whole compilation of her trying to cry. Yeah. And she's like, I literally need to cry and I want to do it so badly, but like I just can't. Which mm-hmm. like negates the like unemotional, like hard super woman trope thing.
1: The, yeah. So the only reason, the only reason I don't completely dislike it is because it does fit into her character arc and it does um she does have like a a type of redemption with it Mm -hmm. yeah and it
0: very much shows like like they actually do use it for Mm -hmm. to like show her growth and her character's arc too yeah That's another quote that I say. (laughs) Maybe when I stop seeing visions of you two together, maybe I will see your sign. (laughs) He goes, is this a bad time? And she goes, no, what's up? (laughs) She says, oh, okay.
1: Like this is also when I started paying
0: attention man. to movie trailers because mm-hmm. of this movie. Cause I was like, that's one of my favorite things about this movie that they do with her character too. Is that all of her thoughts and inner like inner dialogue, I guess, that she would have, like, either in like external like saying it or like talking to herself or talking to other people, she has as like just they literally just insert like a movie trailer as her thoughts and have the the trailer voice guy
1: mm-hmm.
0: narrating what her inner thought process is.
1: <laughs> yeah. It, I was that like, was wait, creative. that's so
0: funny. <laughs> Not a Sorsese red. <laughs> 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 I love that quote too. I don't know why the subtitles are so ahead. Oh, it's fine. Sometimes this movie Wait. really does make me think, like, do I want to just, like, go to a different country by myself and just, like,
1: <laughs> just, like, chill for, like, a few weeks? I was, so I was just it's writing. Wonderful. Um trivia down in in my book um and the trivia is literally that um house swapping is real Uh, the website that they use in this movie is a real website um Mm -hmm. and the english police actually had to put out like a um a warning to like tell people not to do it due to the high um percentage of people who um had stuff stolen and were killed oh my god yeah
0: from the specific website?
1: No, I don't think from, like, the specific website, but from the concept of house swapping. How is it any different than doing, like, an Airbnb? That was going to be or my like next a point VRBO. is that I feel like <laughs> um, Airbnb, like, this was a major major inspiration for it. I love how she types
0: into google like quotation vacation spots like that's such an old that's such an outdated way to google something (laughs) when you actually use the quotes to make it like i'm looking for these specific words Mm -hmm. and her trying to cry (laughs) she does that thing where she's like (laughs) it's so funny Like the thing that babies do when they like just start breathing really hard.
1: <laughs> before oh, they cry. Yeah. Forget babies. Like, I do that. Like, if I'm stressed out and I don't <laughs> like, I don't want to cry, that's what I'll do to stop <laughs> from crying.
0: That's how you know if you're like really, gr- you're like really gonna cry is when you do yeah. that.
1: <laughs>
0: <Yeah>. <laughs> With hitched breath. Oh, if she downplays her house too. She's like, it's not that big. It's, you know, just like a little bit bigger than yours. It's like I a wonder, mansion.
1: Yeah. I wonder versus why. Versus a cottage. She, yeah. I wonder why she Cameron Diaz didn't have to put a photo of her place up. Find out what Amanda
0: doesn't have this holiday season. <laughs> it's perfect. It's literally such a great. It's such a great way to just kind of like say okay this is the character's internal conflict <laughs> like it's so obvious
1: mhm and
0: it's perfect because she works in movie trailers
1: it's um it is a really creative way to get um her her inner, in inner monologue like you said um because a lot of the time um they just decide to cut it especially when they're adapting things Um, Mm -hmm. The first thing that comes to mind is The Hunger Games. Um, In the books, you read Katniss Everdeen's um, inner monologue. And it just slows everything down, in my opinion. Um, But it's so much better than someone narrating. I hate
0: narrations.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Um, They... But they cut it in the movies, in The Hunger Games. They just cut her inner her inner monologue. Um, yeah, they tried to portray
0: it more through, like, acting and subtext.
1: Yeah. And I think the movies are better for it. Me too. Um,
0: <laughs> like, uh, perfect example of a movie that does it really bad off the top of my head, Twilight. I have no oh idea why she opens up with her narrating something and she's just like talking about things and we're just like where like why what is she reading (laughs) nobody knows there's just Mm -hmm. a random moment of like internal dialogue she's just talking and we don't even know why and the whole movie starts and then at the end she's narrating again but like we aren't introduced as to like what the narration is like it's not like she's writing a book or a movie or talking to somebody like it's just a random out of place narration yeah like i can't i only want a narration if it has something to do with the actual like substance of the movie
1: you know another movie that has really creative um narration for an inner monologue is um oh shoot i just had it on the top of my head or top of my tip of my tongue um it's Will Farrell. It's a drama. It's a rom com. Um he plays an IRS agent. It's really cute. Is it the other guys? No. Hold on, let me let me Google it. Cause that movie is so funny.
0: Like even the editing of that movie is hilarious.
1: I it it's it's funny. It's enjoyable, um, but because Will Farrell's in it, I don't really like it that much. She has a very valid reaction to seeing this TV and this movie, and mm-hmm. these movies. She has a very valid reaction to seeing this huge LA mansion. Like, if I walked in and they had
0: that, like, just library of DVDs, and like mm-hmm. a DVD player, and a giant TV, that would, my reaction would also be over-the-top, excited. also the bathtub that iris has in her house i want one
1: so bad dude i love baths um i'm so sad that my bathtub is tiny i wonder if that
0: was ad-libbed when she sees the dress and the thing every time i see that she does that in the scene and I see it, I'm like, was that an ad lib? Like, was that not supposed to be there? And they are just like...
1: mm-hmm.
0: We're like, yeah, it's fine if you
1: say that. Um, so the movie I'm thinking of is Stranger Than Fiction. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Throwback. Yeah. <laughs> that one is good. Mm-hmm. <laughs> this movie um, is the reason I know that... Um, most other countries drive on the left side of the road instead of the right. Until this movie, I didn't know that um, people drove on the, diff- the opposite side as America. So this movie, technically the first time I watched
0: it was actually when I was living in Japan, and I was, what, like, fifth grade, I think? And someone else had, like, put it on, and I was, like, I totally love this. not paying attention to this Sorry, movie I'm like, gonna... at
1: all. She's just, like... She's just picking out food randomly and actively drinking wine. Um, I she
0: had an open bottle of wine <laughs> in the store.
1: And she's checking out and she's just kind of like like and they don't even say anything. Like everyone just like try, she drives it as back that way. <laughs> oh fuck she does.
0: Oh yeah, but I never realized that this whole thing she was talking about them driving on the other side of the road, because my context for this movie was like so close to when I was living in Japan, and like I didn't drive until way after the fact. Like it did not cross my mind at all that that scene was specifically not that she just couldn't drive. Like I just thought she couldn't drive.
1: Um, I mean, after seeing her mansion, I can understand that.
0: Like I, I literally was just like, no, she can't drive. Like she's just really bad. Like <laughs> I didn't even realize it was on the opposite side of the room. She even says it, and I was just like, literally, what is she talking about? She's <laughs> on the right side. Like,
1: yeah. If I if I didn't make the connection myself, I would have just assumed she had like a personal chauffeur or something. I mean, she's already got the mansion. It's true. This this right here. She's she's got her head down and she's pulling her hair. In front of her face. Um,
0: The way messing with your hair and trying to see how you look with bangs is such a pivotal experience to being a woman. (laughs) Relatable. Yeah. (laughs) Like when you're
1: bored. (laughs) I'm putting that in my likes column. Relatable.
0: Also, I learned from commentary, one of the movies that Cameron Diaz is in, that she has, like, a thing where if they can do it in the movie, she always wants to do at least one dance scene. Not because oh. she's good at dancing, but because it's fun. Yeah. And so now every time I watch a movie, I'm like, does she have a crazy, like, just little, like, dance scene that she does? Because she does it in, like, almost every single... Almost every single movie she's in. Like, most of mm. them, she has one. I want to say she had it in The Other Woman, she has it in this one. All three of the... 3 were there three? Charlie's Angels definitely the first
1: two if mm-hmm. there aren't more than that. I don't know if there's three. Um I love little tidbits like that though where you kind of like get to see um and so I want it like I I call it like the contract of actors. Um because usually you hear about that stuff with musicians. And the reason huh. musicians put like really crazy things in their contracts like I only want green ms in my um in my dressing room, or no one over six feet can talk to me like like really weird shit like that <laughs> is they put that in their contract because um there was this uh i think it was a classic rock band um who who in their contract stated that because they were using pyrotechnics in their show, there needed to be a um a test a safety test done before the show and the people working the venue lied and said oh yeah you know we did do it and then the stage caught on fire and there was this huge huge incident right um and so after that that band specifically put um i think they said that they don't want brown m ms in in their dressing room like they want m ms but they want all the brown MMs ms taken out um And if they didn't see that in their dressing room, then they knew that the venue didn't properly read their contract. Um, So for a lot of artists, it became um, more of like a safety thing than anything Mm -hmm. else. Um, But for like actors like this, um, there's certainly probably like safety things that they put into their own contracts, but um, like something like dancing, isn't gonna be a safety thing like that's just something for her own fun something that she likes to do something that would make filming more enjoyable for her um this right here real quick we're the santa the anna's whole, scene. Like, yeah i love that the, the santa anna's oh, an become eyelash, a character let me get in this a, movie
0: because yeah. i'm pretty sure like mm-hmm. the way that they shoot after this scene he says the whole thing about the santa anna's blowing and like all bets are off anything can happen he leaves she like feels the wind a little bit more and they do kind of like a tree leave like shot thing but i'm fairly certain they do a second like a callback to that a little bit mm-hmm. later on like a little bit closer to like the completion of her arc but it was just like wait that's awesome
1: <laughs> yeah
0: and it's like such a very it's done very subtly because like it's one of those things where you could just miss it and think that it's just one of those like transitional like scenery things but it's like very mm. much a part of the story
1: mm-hmm. um but yeah it's it's this is just it's a super cute scene in general um i think this there's so the baby. first time mm-hmm. i think this is the first time when like I understood how you could use, like a oh, let me get your eyelash, like as a flirting technique, like oh, you've got something on your cheek. It looks like it's just a little eyelash.
0: I still don't get it. Oh, as like a flirting thing, but
1: I (laughs) you're
0: not. (laughs) I'm like, why, why? (laughs) Like I get it. It's an excuse (laughs) to touch someone, but like, I don't want to touch your eye gunk. That's gross.
1: Well, I mean, the thought is don't touch my eye gunk. You're not touching gunk, you're touching a little eyelash. That Um, is gunk.
0: What are your eyelashes for if not to catch gunk? They have gunk. Don't ruin this for me. (laughs) Total of the episode. (laughs) Blackout curtains on every single window. Yes. Nice. amazing also what a great meeting
1: Mm -hmm. hurry up I'm
0: drunk and I have to piss I'm not Mm -hmm. your sister where the fuck is my sister I'm sorry I'm about to piss all over this place please just let me in okay (laughs) (laughs) where is my sister
1: who are you (laughs) they I mean it's it's a recurring theme um in this uh in this movie, the Meet Cutes, the Meeting, the introduction yeah the of characters. Cute. Mm-hmm.
0: God he's so pretty. I literally cannot. And like I still think he's hot. Like what he looks like now.
1: He so current day he is um still very handsome. I like younger him better though. Well, I
0: mean, who
1: doesn't? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Some There are some actors I like better as they've aged. Um, Steve Carell is one of them. When he's gray, he looks less goofy. <laughs> he
0: looks a little bit more like an actual human being.
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He was in... Um, he just did a, a show that I really liked um, and that I recommend. It's called The Patient.
0: Oh, yeah, and you're telling me
1: about that. Yeah. Um, I actually listened uh, to a, a different movie podcast that was talking about it, and they said it's the most Jewish show on TV. Um, and I actually agree. Not because it's, like, overtly Jewish, um, where a lot of, like, Christmas movies are very Christian, um. It just, it has, um, it just, it mentions Judaism and, um, connects kind of like what he's going through with, um, Jews in World War II. And this is making it sound very, very depressing. And while it's not a comedy by any means, it is a drama thriller, like psychological thriller. It's, um, about Steve Carell as a therapist is kidnapped by a serial killer who wants to get better. And um, he's using um, Steve Carell as his therapist so that he can become While better. While also
0: keeping him hostage.
1: <laughs> While also keeping him hostage, and just the constant threat of: Will he get better? Will he kill me? What's going to happen? What about my family? Um, it's a very, it's a very good show.
0: Jude Law couldn't show up at anybody's door it ruined their night.
1: hmm. I like how she specifically asks she specifically asks if there are any men in the town and <laughs> says like, oh, there's none and then um she like immediately the first person she meets pretty much is a man. <laughs> is a man. Yeah. But Besides he's not from the, from the, the town. Clerk.
0: He lives outside
1: of the town. <laughs> okay, fine. Let's nitpick it. No, that's fine though. I No, it's like nitpick. a thing. Because <laughs> yeah.
0: he only comes here when he goes to that specific pub over the weekend. <laughs> he just said it.
1: Yep. Yeah. yeah, that's true. I forgot about that. I wish they had shown us more wine drunk Cameron Diaz. <laughs> because wine drunk hits you different than drunk drunk. It does. And I don't know why. I'm assuming something in the wine.
0: I love everything about this scene. Like, it's so cute. Except for when she, when he's like, close your eyes. And he, like, kisses her eyelids. Like I why? Why are we doing this? I do I don't get the appeal. Like what on earth would possess anybody just to do that? <laughs> like that's so fucking weird. When you accidentally accidentally kiss someone good night. <laughs> He's like, why is she having such a weird reaction to this?
1: I'm, uh, there's, there's a a term for what they're doing. The, the forced, um, empathy, not empathy, the connection. (sighs) I just forget what it's called. Oh, okay. Yeah, that you is You know what weird. I'm talking- That's weird. Yeah. It's Wouldn't weird. He, like, we- yeah. I, I don't remember. I didn't remember that- How he had kissed her like, eyes. What? But, yeah. <laughs> it's supposed I to be, like, a sweet and cute. tender it's moment. That. Yeah.
0: It's also a very funny, like- Like, conversation of, like, consent- <laughs> To mm-hmm. have, <laughs> like, where they actually show them asking for consent, like, on screen, because that isn't a very common thing. That's true. But, like, the way they do it here is so funny. She's like, I think we should have sex if you're down. <laughs>
1: She's very um, open and upfront
0: about mm-hmm. everything
1: that she wants, which yeah. um, is which is also kind of um, uncommon because usually they try to like. It's more of like a oh she wears her heart on her sleeve type of deal, where mm-hmm. it where. Usually the female character is like open about it, but they still have to be like subtle and coy and shy um yeah either they like really isn't... want
0: it but they have no experience or they like have no experience but they're like faking like the super mm-hmm. strong like unemotional like thing
1: yeah they just but here... like don't
0: talk about this at all
1: yeah but here cameron diaz like right off the bat she's like oh this is weird this is awkward let's do it anyways <laughs> let's let's lean it <laughs> Mhm. This is um this kind of like hints at um another trope that I really like. So my favorite trope is um enemies to lovers. <laughs> uh another one of my favorite tropes though is um there was just one bed one bed trope oh yeah and so like i think i don't know if he stayed on the couch um because i don't know if they ever mentioned if there's a guest room in this house or not um but uh
0: i think it's so funny when she's like trying to figure out the coffee maker and he's like do you need help and she's like i don't think i'm doing this right at all (laughs) he like plugs it in But I like that he only plugs it in. He doesn't help with the rest of it.
1: (laughs) I mean, to her benefit, she probably only has like a $3,000 espresso machine that you can't unplug. Also, who unplugs their coffee machine?
0: A lot of people do. Those are some of the most energy-sucking, like, Electronics, your coffee machine, your fridge, your TV. What? Mm-hmm. Toasters. It'd save a lot of money if you unplug them. <laughs> You're not using them.
1: <laughs> what about my kettle? Like, I don't have a coffee machine, but I have a kettle. I don't know. Interesting. I really
0: just unplug things and. They're those little strips that you like stick on the wall that have like a little. Like opening so that you can stick like the cord in there, and it'll just stay mm. on the wall, so you aren't like trying to find it behind the toaster or whatever. Mm-hmm. What's funny is that he says things in his life are complicated, but any time a man has ever said that to me, I've already kind of picked up on that fact. And by the time they say, "Okay, so you've probably noticed that like things are a little like complicated," I'm already like, "Dude." everything you've done is such a red flag. (laughs) Like, in the terms of, like, you were quite literally, like, trying to find someone to be your, like, emotional, like, stronghold. Like, maybe. Like, he's looking for a therapist, literally, not Mm -hmm. a girlfriend. (laughs) And I'm just like, hmm, I don't like that. I'm not trying to do that. Yeah. I don't want to be just an insert mother figure, but also, like, that's not... That's not that's not healthy either, so, like, Mm-mm. you should go to therapy. <laughs> but when he says it in this movie, he's not saying it like that. He's just like, yeah, it, there's just, like, a lot of factors to dating me, <laughs> which is a fair conversation to have. I feel like I've never been to a real pub, like I've been to like American pubs, but is a pub just like, like is that actually a place you can go for dinner? Yeah. Like they have real food.
1: Yeah. Um, so I mean, I've this, only like, been pub
0: nut things. It's just yeah. like cashews in a bowl.
1: <laughs> no, in um, in Europe, it's a bit more, a bit more common. I mean, they're definitely going to be like smaller pubs where it's really pretty much drinks. Um, but there are some pubs, uh, where it's, it's kind of, um, like, I don't want to call it, like, a fast food restaurant, um, but you can go in, you can get drinks, you can get, like, very cheap. The scene
0: at the airport. Mm. Where she has the, like, should I go or should I stay? Because that was a pretty interesting interaction. And they do it through the movie trailer is, like, oh my god, it's done so well. Mm Mm-hmm. Sorry, continue
1: about the nuts. <laughs> oh, I mean that was pretty much it. Just okay. um there there are some that are pretty much just drinks. There's some um where you can get food, but it's like it's it's you know, fish and chips. Um maybe like a sausage. It's not like the music. Real the music is
0: and- The music in this movie is so good. Like, I will always say that the soundtrack is great, but, like, even the stuff that isn't necessarily, like, orchestral or, like, score is Mm -hmm. amazing. Like, it's just such a great song choices.
1: I'll put that down for the likes column. Jasper's a dick.
0: Hey, I know I totally snubbed you at your hol- at our holiday party, where I didn't tell you that I was getting engaged, didn't bring a present, and then you had to find out in front of everybody, and I broke your heart. Um, but can you edit my book? Literally, no. <laughs> what? Mm-hmm. Jesus.
1: Not to mention, she's on Christmas vacation. Vacation. Sorry to bother you on your vacation. And, like, what's so important that it couldn't wait until she got back? And then he
0: just starts talking about her, like, being sexy. Like, seriously? Mm Mm-hmm. Like, man, that's not why you called. Don't tell me what to do. (laughs) He says, have some fun. I will not.
1: Apparently, um... Kate Winslet and, um, that guy, Jasper, Mm -hmm. uh, used to date in real life. Oh, they did? Yeah, before the movie. Interesting. Eli Wallach? (laughs) Um... I think that's Rufus Sewell.
0: I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) It is Rufus. Definitely Rufus, not Eli. Eli Wallach, I'm pretty sure is
1: the old man. Yeah, I was about to say, I think that's Arthur.
0: Precious.
1: There we go. Eli Wallach.
0: (laughs) He's so precious. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Everything he says, like, sounds like it's a script, but like, in a good way. Like, I think it's cool that he speaks in a way that sounds, like, lyrical and, like, just, like, really good old movie-style dialogue. That's how he talks, Mm -hmm. which is great because he was, like, a screenwriter for those. And it's just so nice that he, like, speaks like that. Like, you can kind of tell that it's not how regular people speak. And nobody else in the movie talks like that. But, I well, like, when I say he talks, like, it's a script. I mean that, like, the best way possible, not in, like, you can obviously tell there's an actor that has given lines and these lines don't work kind of a thing. Like, mm-hmm. I just love how he talks. Every time I listen to this movie, watch this movie. He,
1: yeah, so on set, while filming, he turned 90 years old. Oh, my gosh. So I wonder if that's because that's just how he talks. Like, that's how he grew up talking type of thing. Or if that was something that he consciously did for this movie. It's so cute. (laughs) The pajama department.
0: (laughs) Like that line right there he says, mm-hmm. they look at each other, and that's the meet cute. Except this isn't nearly that cute. <laughs> the, like, it's... play on words, like, the...
1: Mm-hmm. I mean, it's still a pretty cute Even way like, for the syllables. these two characters to meet.
0: <laughs> like, the way he answers everything, too. Like, she says, like... He goes like, "Do you know where I live?" And she goes, "I believe I do." He goes, "Well, that makes one of us." (laughs) Like, that's such a timely way to say something.
1: Mm -hmm. I like his little um, coat rack or hat rack because I feel like he is the type of old man to have these cute little hats. My dad was just talking about getting a hat tree to hang your like coats and hats on. My dad actually just got a coat rack for his hats
0: and I even like that after the scene when she's leaving they like play on the damsel in distress thing of like she's not a damsel in distress Mm
1: -hmm.
0: that's not how this friendship like comes yeah he says like thanks for rescuing me So precious. I like that even though they're supposed to be like, like, contrasts, that's not the Mm -hmm. right word that I'm looking for, but essentially Iris and, oh God, what's Cameron Diaz's character's name? I just forgot.
1: Cameron Diaz.
0: Cameron Diaz and Kate Winslet, their characters in this movie are supposed... Maybe foils. They're supposed to be each other's, like, foils. Mm-hmm. I think it's interesting that they're both very proactive. Like, neither one of them has the issue of, like, not, like, making the first move, if that makes sense. hmm Because, like, even in this situation, she's like, oh, that guy needs help. Let me go do that. Let me just go to another country. Let me just ask him if he wants to have dinner with me because I'm new here they may do it in different styles but that's still very proactive especially for like a female character in a movie because I feel like most of the time when it comes to like movies that happen around the holidays and stuff and I'm finding less and less as we continue to grow as a world but a lot of things that happen with like female protagonists is that They will end up in situations because of just external factors happening to their character and not due to the decisions their character makes. I also think it's cool because, like, even though they are foils to each other, Kate Winslet and Cameron Diaz's character, like, they both do experience, like, the romance and the love, but it is, like, a different type of love and romance. Like, obviously, Mm -hmm. Cameron Diaz has the more, like, sexual relationship that turns into the romantic relationship, whereas, Kate Winslet and um, Jack Black have the, like, friendship to romantic, friends Mm -hmm. to romantic attraction. Friends to lovers. pipeline. Mm -hmm. But, like, it isn't inherently sexual. Like, it's just strictly due to, like, personalities and their beings, I guess. It's less physical, more... Intellectual, I guess. I don't know.
1: (laughs) Mm -hmm. That makes sense.
0: Which I relate with being asexual. (laughs) Like, I have to have all of that before. Mm -hmm. I'm sexually attracted to you.
1: Did you know... Um, Jude Law actually had to be like told to smile more on set. That's hilarious. Mm-hmm. Sorry, For he this just movie? like he yeah he just laughed, and I feel like we've done nothing but see him smile. But apparently, that's so female
0: gazy of her <laughs> to be like, can you
1: smile more? Well, it, apparently, just like in between <laughs> takes, he was just so um solemn. Uh, like, that was just kind of, like, that's just who like he his is. his resting face was just kind of yeah. sad. <laughs> he does have, like, a sad
0: face. That's kind of funny, though. Because, like, you wouldn't think that just smiling would be the more attractive thing to do. But, like, a, like there was that one TikTok where it was, like, that one dude that, like... Would look a certain way and then he would like change his demeanor and people were like, OMG, female gaze. And we we're like, it's not really female gaze. Oh, it's yeah. like catered towards women, but it's still male gazey.
1: hmm
0: Like female gaze is the the like hand flex, like the it's the yeah. the like oh he smiled female- at me so- when I said this thing. Like it's the more yeah. like reactive things.
1: Mm-hmm. So I like I know in this instance it's a female director telling a male actor to smile more because it looks makes him look essentially prettier and more approachable. Um, but to me, like that, because of how the phrase specifically um, "you should smile more" is such like a, a cat call essentially to women. It <laughs> feels like telling someone to smile more is just very male gazey. But then with that TikTok, what that was about was just like a person's body language is more female-gazy, like showing that they're open, they're non-threatening, um, that they're friendly. Those are those are very subtle um, type of body language mo- movements that women are more likely to pick up on, and that's why we would like them more, whereas a guy kind of needs mm, very rule of thumb, general speaking here, Um men tend to like that that just very open um signal of yeah this is like this person's approachable because they're smiling type of thing
0: yeah i always find it so funny because like oh my gosh someone i was talking to someone about like basically like when you go to like When you go out, like, with your friends and you're like, oh, yeah, like, some people are always like, oh, I want, like, the girl to make the first move or, like, I want the guy to make the first move or, like, I'm completely oblivious. I would never know you're, like, making a move, like, kind Mm -hmm. of a thing. And this one guy was like, I think it's so weird when, like, girls come up to me because I feel like every time they hit on me, they hit on me, like, how I would a girl. And I was like, so they're hitting (laughs) on you, like, how they get hit on? And he was like, yeah, and, like, it's so odd, like... That's weird. And I was like, is it weird? And I was like, they're only doing what they know.
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> Which is why I was like, yeah, it's a male-gazy way to, like, present yourself because if men are coming at you and that's how they expect you to – like, that's what they expect mm-hmm. they for think you, you, you to like find it, attractive, you could so. only assume yeah. that that is what they find attractive because they're doing it. Mm-hmm. Whereas that's not the case; it's a performance, mm-hmm. because they're actually trying to show other men that they can get a girl. Mm-hmm. Like none of the like flirtatious things that any dude is doing when he goes to pick up a girl in a bar, like all of the things he physically does with his body and, like, motions, those are things that he's doing because other men told him to do it. And he's doing it as a performance to show off his masculinity. Not to you, the girl, to every other man in the room. <laughs> hmm
1: Well, I mean, it, it goes back to, um, you know, the golden rule, treat others as you want them to treat you. Um, and it's just kind of like, if you don't like it, then why do you think the girl likes it? Like, if it's weird for you, it's definitely weird for the girl.
0: Like, interesting.
1: It was like when I was watching, I think
0: uh, it was my friend Diego and I brought it up because I was like, that's so funny because we were watching, he had watched the movie Hard Candy and basically Mm -hmm. the, like, character is like a struggle between this guy and this girl and the girl's younger and she's like, oh, this guy's been, like, grooming me and, like, he wants to have sex with me and like he's basically trying to like take advantage of like an underage girl mm-hmm. and so she like picks up on that and then it's like okay well i'm gonna trap him and like teach him a lesson where she's gonna like cut off his balls or something very graphic i know and he's like man it was so graphic that like like oh god like i i, I just couldn't it's like you, like i'm watching it like it's almost like i can feel it like i can see everything on the screen and i was like so like what they do to every woman in any regular horror movie and i was like i don't know i feel like i'm just desensitized because everything we have is where women are being brutalized on screen so like the one time you see a man being brutalized on screen it's like shocking and i was like Mm -hmm. that's interesting i never would have thought that like guys didn't also feel disgusting when women are being stabbed (laughs) on screen like oh you don't feel like ouch that had to hurt that That's yeah. not there, that empathy connection's not there, interesting. another reason why representation matters
1: <laughs> they did um they did a study, and it's been such a long time since I've read it, but they they found a link between um I forget if it was like how much skin a woman was showing or like how drunk they were, but there was some type of qualifier for the man where like, if this happened, then, um, it caused the man to view a woman, not as a person, but like as an object. Um, and I, like, I want to, I want to say it was like how much skin a woman was showing, like the more skin they were showing, the more likely the man was to to think that they were an object and not a person. And it's not something where it was just like, oh, you know, rate this one from ten. They actually had these men in um like CT CAT scan machines. And they were yeah, no, they monitoring physically, their brain activities. Yeah. yeah.
0: They physically oh. do not see you as a, a human being. Like mm-hmm. it's crazy. I know what you're talking about. I've I've read the same one. It's insane. Like, they quite literally, the parts of their brain that, like, light up when they're thinking of, Mm -hmm. when they see certain women in certain situations is, like, your, like, regular object permanence. Like, there's no empathetic connection or, like, sympathetic connection at all. Like, Mm -hmm. none of that lights up. And it's crazy. Yeah.
1: (laughs) Yeah. So, to an extent, men just really can't empathize. Not, once again, not all men, but... majority of men just can't empathize with women when they see them being brutalized like that on on screen because at that point they're just objects they're not people
0: like it's insane to me but like like when people say the patriarchy doesn't exist and then you're just like okay but then this is like a literal study that there's like scientific fact to this Mm -hmm. and there's like it doesn't exist it's just like it's a construct. It's like it's a construct that's been in place for so long and has been so heavily like catered to and upheld that it's literally changing your brain chemistry. That's crazy. Mm-hmm.
1: If if I'm able to find that article, um, I'll try to post it on Discord. Mm. As an definitely incentive for our followers to um follow us on Patreon follow us and donate to patreon so that they can get access to that discord and honestly a fascinating article
0: this is the callback this is the scene when he's leaving the hanukkah party with the santa Santa anna's he says like don't blow away she Mm -hmm. says don't blow away but then she looks up and it's like the trees and that's like the literal turning point of the movie Quite literally, because this is when she has her third movie trailer, I believe, Mm -hmm. narrative. That changes. It's the turning point. So good. I can't believe people just shut up at other people's houses in this day and age. (laughs) That's crazy. I would never the one time a man can say that he's daddy and it's not disgusting. (laughs) where so we get the iconic scene mr napkin head that was improvised some of his finest acting
1: mm-hmm. all improvisation
0: i did not know that was improv and that like when i said that was some of his finest acting i literally was still processing that you just said that, <laughs> that was improv oh my god that makes what i said even more valid wow Oh my god, I do that to kids, little kids, when they just, like, do random cute things. And I'll say thank you. I'm pretty sure I got it from this movie. <laughs> when he does that, I was like, that's so cute. She, like, kisses him. He's like, oh, thank you for that. <laughs> she goes, you're welcome. And, like, walks away. <laughs> I've literally had a kid do that to me once. I was, like, tying his shoe, and I guess just because of how it was, like, positioned in front of him, his instinct was just to kiss my forehead, (laughs) and I was
1: like, thanks. (laughs) He was, like, four. Mm Mm-hmm. I like how she just, Cameron Diaz, takes it all in stride. The, um... Amanda.
0: Jesus Christ. Why have I... I, like, have not been able to process her character's name.
1: (laughs) I think because, like... She's just Cameron Diaz. Like, although she's not, like, she does a like, very probably good what she's job. Not
0: like in real life, but yeah, mm-hmm.
1: yeah, she does a very good job acting. Um, it's not so much like, uh, it's Cameron Diaz playing a character. Like in the movie, she very much is the character. But at the mm-hmm. same time, you know, there's still a part of you who they're
0: like indistinguishable. <laughs> yeah. from her.
1: Yeah. You're not remembering Amanda as the character, you're mem- mm-hmm. you're remembering Cameron Diaz as the yeah. character. Do they ever mention what happened to the mom? I forget. She died. Ah. That should be obvious because let he said be he's honest. a widower. <laughs> oh. Or
0: well, I guess so she walks into the door and she goes, "Tell me real fast, are you married?" And then the kids come in, and she's like, "Okay, well, I can't just like ask them that." So she spells divorce; she mouth spells divorce, divorced, and he spells widower. When she calls you out for wanting to date after saying it was complicated, (laughs) (laughs) it's also why I like this character too, or just like in general the characters in this movie. It's like they're not dumb, and they don't like just take. Like, they don't just take what they're given. Like, even Iris, Mm -hmm. as she's dealing with Jasper and all the things, it's like, you have pages for me? Like, why are you talking about my bikini? Like, oh, you don't have the present on you right now, of course. Mm -hmm." Like, she's aware that she's Mm -hmm. being dumb. (laughs) Yeah. Which is why it's so frustrating for her and for everyone else. Because, like, we also, like, when we do that, we know.
1: Mm -hmm. We're
0: like, why did I do that (laughs) Mm -hmm. immediately after?
1: I like, the thing that I like about Jude Law in this movie is it feels like it's one of the more realistic um, ways to show how, like, what it is like being a single parent and trying to date. Um, Most of the time, it's just, it's kind of, they use it as, like, this plot twist or, like, a surprise, and then the other person has to be like, oh, do I really like this person or not? Mm -hmm. and they use it like as a way to force a decision um but with these two in this movie it doesn't feel like it's it's rushed like he lays it out he explains himself in a way that a lot of the other movies don't um and then she kind of gets time to to think about it like it's not really a a snap decision for her
0: well yeah and i like that that's kind of part of the whole dynamic too is that everything's complicated we'll just figure it out as we go Mm -hmm. like we don't have to know Mm -hmm. I'm still mad we didn't get to see his cow he says I sew and I have a cow (laughs) like Mm -hmm. where's the cow I want to see it
1: They would have had to get an animal handler for that. Actually, no. They probably already have one because um, C- Kate Winslet's dog.
0: I forgot about that dog.
1: Yeah, I, I think love they that did, too. Kate
0: Winslet's character makes friends with literally every single person mm-hmm. <laughs> in L.A. that she like meets. Yeah, so cute. I like that everything he says about the movie industry is still accurate. <laughs> And honestly after pandemic it's like, like it's you can't like the box office isn't even exactly a really good way to tell if your movie's a success or not.
1: Mm hmm. Yeah, they're they're gonna have to find a new way to um measure success or at least measure box office. Um mm-hmm. because we saw that with we saw that with the pandemic. Um, and how movies are now being released, uh, they they have to come up with a, a different way, because with well, like, Black Widow, when Scarlett Johansson sued Disney, um, yeah, for uh, not doing a theatrical release and cutting into her profits as an actress, um, oh, I thought she sued them for
0: releasing it on like streaming,
1: yeah. Yeah. And because they put it through streaming, um, she wasn't getting um yeah, profits she wasn't through the getting box office. Through the yeah. Um And technically I think that was a I think that was a breaching contract. They settled though. She yeah, they basically settled, the said suit. like we're still gonna yeah. stream
0: it and you will get like a percentage or whatever. Mm-hmm. Because, I mean, yeah, that was quite literally, like, an unprecedented, like, mm-hmm. thing. Like, people weren't releasing movies in theaters and streaming them at the same time.
1: hmm I mean, Hollywood has always talked about this as an issue. Um, you know, pe- now that streaming is available, people are going to the movies less. Why would you go to the movies? When you can stream it just as easily at home, you're more comfortable. You and then you're working private. at a movie
0: theater, you know that like movie theater has to be an experience rather than just
1: going to see a movie. Yeah. Well, the pandemic the pandemic forced the issue um, mm-hmm. for at least a year. Yeah. Uh, and now that everything is fairly reopened, um, and people are um, well, everything is reopened, and people are are somewhat more comfortable sitting in a large room, um, with a bunch of other people, um, movie theaters are slowly coming back, but, um, at this point, it's just a waiting game to see if they fully come back or not. Um, and even before the pandemic, because of streaming, because of pirating, because of the ease of being able to see things at home. And, um, you know, in your own living room when you can stop and pause, take time um, to yourself. And I think it
0: is, in a, in a way, like, it is more accessible technically mm-hmm. to a larger audience of people. Because, like, mm-hmm. you know, some people don't live next to a movie theater or, like, have, like, transportation or have theaters near them that show the movies that they want to see. Mm-hmm. And so, like, it is technically...
1: Or More they just don't have the time to just to carve for people out. that have
0: like internet access, mm-hmm. but like, yeah, it's weird.
1: What I'm interested in seeing is the movie releases for this next year. Um, Me too. Because theoretically, because people had so much time um, to to work on scripts and improve them, we should be getting some really good movies. Um, but, uh, the problem with that is you can write a really good movies, but the studio producers, the executives, um, are pretty much gonna, it's guaranteed that they're going to get in there and, and change things when it's actually being filmed.
0: Well, like Superman isn't going to be Henry Cavill. You mean the Witcher? no superman as of today but also what? The Witcher.
1: yeah wait no okay i know about the witcher tell me about superman
0: he like posted on his thing was like yeah i just had a meeting with like james gunn james gunn is writing a superman movie and henry cavill is not superman anymore
1: <laughs> i'm okay with that um but also weird
0: choice right Man, I miss going to movie stores. I loved going to Blockbuster. Like, I think mm -hmm. that this is still a valid thing to do and, like, go and do. Because, like, I do this at home. Me and my brother sometimes will just go on Netflix and, like, Amazon and look at the movies that are, like, playing, read the synopsis, and then, like, add it to a list of, like, yes, I do want to watch this. And, like, we don't watch any movies. We just sit there and look at the movie, like, Mm -hmm. titles and the synopsis, like that's literally it. Like we're basically mm-hmm. doing what we used to do in blockbuster, but a little bit less fun.
1: Yeah. Oh, this scene is heartbreaking. But going back to the the blockbuster scene, um, they had to remove all of Kate Winslet and J- Jack Black's films um, right before they started filming <laughs> from the and- blockbuster. Yeah. That's so funny. And, um, Because, like, they, they're not supposed to be... They had a lot of movies. Be, yeah. They're not supposed to be, like, actors in this world. Yeah. That's funny. Um, mm-hmm. And then, I guess, like, while they were doing that, Dustin Hoffman just kind of, like, stumbled upon the film crew. And they improvised his little, his little scene. Just his little cameo. I love that. Mm-hmm. But... My The one thing that I quote the most from this film is when Jack Black did the, oh, that was a boob graze. That was an accidental boob graze, (laughs)
0: um,
1: which was another improvisation, kind of. Basically, he did that during um, rehearsal, and they liked it so much that they put it into the the actual film. That's so funny. Mm -hmm.
0: Also, this movie makes me want to have fettuccine for Christmas. Like, I've never heard of Christmas fettuccine until this movie.
1: It's not really and Every year, Christmas I think food. about it.
0: Every year, when my parents are like, <laughs> what do we want to eat for Christmas dinner? In my head, I'm like, Christmas fettuccine. Like, I don't know why. <laughs>
1: you can just
0: make it. But, like, are there things people eat for Christmas? Like, specific Christmas meals? Because, like, I know you do that for Thanksgiving, but, like... I didn't uh. think that it carried over into Christmas.
1: I mean, it just it depends on whatever you want to do. I mean, like, for Thanksgiving this year, I didn't do, like, you know, the turkey, mashed potatoes, green beans type of Thanksgiving. We did Syrian food. Um, we did grape Balm. leaves, um, meat pies. Uh, Speaking of food, um, mm. I'm probably going to have a
0: Kwanzaa gathering. On the first like night, because for Kwanzaa, it's the day after Christmas to the first of January, and the first January you're supposed or the first of January you're supposed to have like a big feast to like ring in the new year. So it's not New Year's Eve; it's New Year's Day mm-hmm. night. You do like a big feast gathering with like your community, and you all like bring stuff. Nice. And basically, have like a giant potluck.
1: You should be bring Kwanzaa fettuccine. Kwanzaa fettuccine. <laughs> <laughs> Compromise.
0: I think black-eyed peas is like a thing. Hmm.
1: The like only thing I know about Kwanzaa is what I learned about it during the Proud Family episode.
0: The Proud Family episode? That's so funny. <laughs> I remember the Blue's Clues episode. <laughs>
1: hmm. I didn't know they had an episode.
0: You know what? Maybe it wasn't Blue's Clues. Maybe it was Little Bill.
1: <gasps> Little Bill! Oh my gosh! Little Bill! I, by the time that came on, um, I had, I was technically too old for that demographic but one of my younger brothers um was that demographic so he would watch mm-hmm. it and you know because we had like one tv we you know one person got to pick what everyone else watched um so i didn't watch a lot of little bill but um i think i liked it a lot more than i probably should have because it was a good show
0: and it was cute mm-hmm I, like, miss that, like, paper animation thing that was f- big back then. Mm-hmm. They did it with, like, Blue's Clues, like, the felt textures. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Loved it. I love that in the random montage, mm. before you get to the end of the film, when they're just kind of, like, going through all the characters, Cameron Diaz's character is still trying to cry. <laughs> <laughs> She's literally just walking, just like on the side of the road, just like trying to cry. (laughs) It shouldn't be funny, but it is.
1: She is mature enough to know that she has a flaw and that you can fix flaws. You can fix your own I, flaws. You shouldn't be fixing other people's flaws.
0: I love the soundtrack that Jack Black's character comes up for both of both Iris and Arthur. They're so mm-hmm. pretty. Mm-hmm. Also, what a great line.
1: Oh, I'm, I'm reading subtitles and they're not matching up. They're ahead. <laughs>
0: <laughs> the The line where he says like "Iris of you a melody" and then he says, "I used only the good notes."
1: Oh my god, that's a that good line. Is, Yeah, that's probably one of my favorite lines in the film. That and the Blue Grays one. <laughs> oh my gosh, they don't have that blanket tea. Or not T, L. Basically, like, um, Jude Law and Cameron Diaz just uh, had sex. And instead of Cameron Diaz having the blanket cover, like, her whole body, and Jude Law just oh. having it um, on his lower half, they both just have it, like, belly button down.
0: <laughs> yeah. But she's wearing a bra.
1: Yeah. I mean, they still got to keep it PG-13.
0: But it makes it more of a tease for him, I guess.
1: Mm.
0: Like, he's more exposed on screen. Mm-hmm. The way that the, the like, conversation they're having when they're trying to figure out, like, how they would make it work is literally what goes through my head every time I meet someone. I'm just like, well, guess I can't do it. And I'm like, mm-hmm. every time I watch this movie, I feel called out. like I will just like logic my way into not being in a relationship
1: (laughs) I I mean I feel like it is a healthy way to approach it because you know they're not in some aspects yes but if you're thinking
0: instead of living then you're never gonna grow so Mm -hmm. there's that boo
1: did you hear that? What? Something behind me just, like, fell.
0: Oh? I don't want to know.
1: Yeah, neither do I.
0: <laughs> Maybe the idea of it's more exciting than it might actually be. <laughs> Yikes. Literally every time. I'll, like, go on a date and i be like, this was good. And then I'll have that thought and I'm like, hmm. Do I actually, or am I just,
1: and then. For one moment, I thought you were still talking about the thing that had fallen behind me. Oh my gosh. I'm just like, that's deep. (laughs) (laughs) But then I realized you were quoting the movie. I'm like, that's still deep. (laughs) That's hysterical. Yeah. Three for the price of one. Oh, dad and his two daughters.
0: I know, I love that he has this monologue instead of her. I feel like Mm -hmm. generally in movies, the the roles are reversed. She has the whole, like, I didn't think I'd ever feel this way about anybody. Mm -hmm. But, like, he has that.
1: It, it goes back to what I was saying. I know I come with bad baggage. Mm-hmm. It shows just one of the more realistic um, interpretations of what it's like being a single parent, you know, and having to put yourself out there when dating, and where mm-hmm. it's not just you, it's, you know, your kid or kids too. Yeah. And, and I it's think his, just,
0: mm-hmm. his representation is pretty decent considering that most of the time when we're talking about on-screen representation mm-hmm. men that are single fathers and have children are generally like like portrayed as like to Goofy. be pitied or like mm-hmm. they can't do the same things that like the mom used to do like they're not good mm-hmm. at it they aren't prepared for it whereas like you don't see any of that in this film like he's the parent he does the parent things which includes like cooking and feeding the kid and like cleaning up after them and doing their hair Mm -hmm. and making sure that they're like you know dressed like like it's less of a gender role thing and more of like a parenting role whereas in a lot of stuff they're like he doesn't know how to do any of these things because that's a mother thing that's the Mm -hmm. woman's thing to do and then you have like some random woman that's like helping him out.
1: Yeah, and Which is if it's a rom-com, that's how they fall in love. Yeah. is She teaches him how to do... How to be an parenting. adult. <laughs>
0: how to be a father. hmm Yeah, I do like that this one is not that case. I'm not going to lie, the part where he's like, I have to get down to this area like, in LA, and then back to this place on time, and he's, like, freaking out (laughs) because he's, like, not sure if he's going to be able to do it is so real. It takes Mm -hmm. far too long to get from point A to point B. Like, anywhere in, in, like, that area. Like, it's ridiculous.
1: I thought this was romantic. Why did this man show up? Yeah. I, I Like, I used to think... That that like, was romantic. Dude. Because, like, you know, it's, it's, you're chasing after the one who got away type of thing, where, like, he came oh, to his senses and realized his mistake. I hate, um,
0: I hate this guy. <laughs>
1: yeah. Well, and they play into that, like, you know, like, oh, it is a romantic moment. Like, stereotypically, this is the part where she gets Yeah, like, the, the guy. moment. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but then they subvert that um, in just a couple minutes.
0: Yeah. That's great. Because he's literally such a douchebag
1: mm-hmm.
0: like he's literally only there because he doesn't want to just like actually settle down and marry someone he mm-hmm. wants to make sure he's got his side chick on lock
1: I know Dick. he's just feeding his ego
0: I quote this line a lot too square pig round hole
1: <laughs> Mm-hmm.
0: I've like That's... said that out loud, and people are like, "What?" Mm-hmm. <laughs> and well, like, that oh.
1: is—that's just—that's in so many different films. Is that where you specifically are getting it? This is this where you specifically are getting it from?
0: Yeah, I've never heard it in anywhere else.
1: I have heard it a lot,
0: but I do quote how she says it specifically, mm-hmm. <laughs> where she okay. goes, "Like we are square peg, very round hole." <laughs>
1: Yeah, I've act- I feel like I've actually heard you say that.
0: Probably. <laughs> I say it a lot.
1: hmm Square um, peg. Here are the Santa Ana's home. again. Propelling Jack Black into I new. I just it's such mm-hmm. a great
0: touch, man. hmm And very LA. Yeah. <laughs> very Southern California. I love that she has that moment of like, wait, what? (laughs) Like, what are you doing here? Why are you here?
1: Yeah. Um, He just like doesn't even
0: answer any of the questions she asks. No, because he's a jerk. He said, you're still engaged. (laughs) And she's like, are you serious? Here we go. Here's the line. I love. She goes, wait, I need to turn the lights on. Mm-hmm.
1: Get rid of this romantic light. Very square peg, very round hole. Shine light on the situation. you never treated me right.
0: Yeah, sorry to everyone that has to put up with my British accent after this.
1: Oh, here we go. <laughs> Gaslighting 101. Um, you made it seem like my fault. You made it seem like the misunderstanding was... Um, something that I'd done. Meanwhile, he's stringing her along.
0: Yes. Yes, it does entitle you to say, girl, say it. This twisted, toxic thing between us is finally finished. That's such a good line. hmm I've got a life to start living. And you're not gonna be in it. So good.
1: That's up there. Um, in my top favorite quotes for this movie.
0: There's like far too many good lines in this film.
1: Mm-hmm. It is very quotable. For me though. What I think my that I've got is movie? something
0: slightly resembling gumption. Mm-hmm. Snaps.
1: Um, my top quotable movie is Mean Girls. Ten things I hate about you. Ugh. Ooh shit. Actually, <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. I legitimately love. That's what it's you were tied. gonna say. I'm sad. Yeah. you didn't say no. that. Well, Ten Things I Hate About You is my favorite movie. It's my all-time favorite movie. Um, so I think it's just natural that I quote it all the time. Um, that is a very quotable movie, though. It is. And we also need to do an episode on it.
0: We shall. Maybe we'll live watch that one too.
1: I love. The- <laughs> Arthur's there so brushes. He got her a corsage. Mhm. I think because of this so right here she's like I love corny. I need more corny in my life. I could use a little um, bit of corny in my life. Mm-hmm. He
0: says that's a good line. I'm like that's the least best line of this whole movie.
1: <laughs> no one's not. That that is that's one of um that's also on my list of uh favorite quotes. Um nah, but that's I think it's like be- <laughs> Okay, fine. I'm not going to finish my thought then. Because the next thought directly related to how I live my life due to that line. So, rude. <laughs> I think this is my favorite scene in the whole movie. When Arthur finally accepts his reward. Award. Um, and he sees all I people. I love
0: the score. Ugh.
1: Mm -hmm. it's
0: so good this is one of those movies where I actually do like I have downloaded the like soundtrack and score and will like just let it play nice like it's so good
1: the first movie I did with that did that for you're gonna laugh brother bear
0: Phil Collins popped off on that one though (laughs) I also have that one (laughs)
1: <laughs> mm-hmm. I I bought that on CD. I liked it's, it so much. It's a good one. It's a mm-hmm. good one. Oh, but I love this when he just hops up the stairs because With his he, soundtrack. Yeah. So because he realizes, yeah, that you know, like I don't want to say like old is just a state of mind, but um, that you know, he he does still have a lot of life in him, and he just needed to be reminded of that. So good, mm-hmm, which is typically another female character arc in movies Mm-hmm. is you know a woman can like has such potential to do so much, but just doesn't know it until she's reminded of the fact <laughs> so he he takes on that the damsel in distress, the um highly really potential does.
0: character. So, like, I'll help you get it. prepared for mm-hmm. this thing. Mm-hmm. You should do it. I'm gonna get you out of your shell. But while she's doing it, she isn't being the Manic Pixie Dream Girl. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Which, if you want to see Kate Winslet do Manic Pixie Dream Girl, then, um, watch Eternal Sunshine of the Spotless Mind. With similarly disliked character or not character actor jim carrey (laughs) yeah (laughs) not as charming as jack black in this one true honestly when she comes back and he's in his sister's house just sobbing Mm -hmm. he looks so pitiful but like in an adorable way he's a very
1: broody actor He's so sad.
0: <laughs> but that is like a a certain thing he does very well. Because I remember seeing him do it in um in a uh, Captain Marvel. He like mm. there's like one scene where he like has this face and like that's that's that face that he does. Mm-hmm. I can't describe I... it any other way. Sorry. Yeah.
1: I don't know if <laughs> you noticed it. Yeah, I don't know if you noticed it, but when they kissed, like, Cameron Diaz was, like, holding on. Like, she was grabbing his neck. Like, when she took her hand away. she's, like, tiny. (laughs) You saw her hand imprint on his neck. I just noticed that for the first time. Like, his neck changed colors because of her grip.
0: Was it his grip? Was it her grip? Is it the fact that
1: it could be cold? Ow, no. <laughs> I so I think it's this scene. I don't know if it's this scene or if it was that first scene when she's walking to um the the cottage. Um but the snow that was falling was real snow, it was coincidental. Um and they they just used it to um wow. make it just super aesthetic um
0: and cute. I like that she gets the running montage scene. Mm-hmm. Where she gets to, like, dramatically run and be like, no, I do love you. We should try this. Like, very much in the role that a man would normally play. But I do think that it's funny because she's also the one that had the flight to catch. So, like, there isn't really a reason to run. (laughs) Other than she just wants it to start really, like, as soon as possible. And I think she says that. But it is funny to me that, like, she's the one that had the deadline that would have been like, oh, we have to go. Mm -hmm. But she sprints the literal opposite direction.
1: Here we go. The completion of her character arc. Now that she knows how to cry. She's no longer emotionally (laughs) blocked.
0: The omniscient narrator voice. Welcome back. Mm
1: hmm.
0: Running montage in the snow and heels.
1: Yeah, right.
0: There's some people that have like a really annoying like movie run. Cameron Diaz is not one of those people. <laughs> she has such a cute run. <laughs>
1: hmm. She does. Um... And I
0: like when she like stops to take a breath and then continues, but she has to move <laughs> her arms even harder. <laughs>
1: hmm. <laughs>
0: That's so relatable. <laughs>
1: I so it's instances like this here because, like you said, like she's running in heels in snow. It's movie moments like this where um, I well, I'm not great at it. I'm not terrible. Uh, learned how to run in heels.
0: Yeah, I have also <laughs> mainly because of the theater. <laughs>
1: yeah, yeah. Uh, part part of it was necessity. Part of it was I wanted to be um,
0: You like a train yourself, you're like I want healed. to do this.
1: Yeah. Part of it was just Oh to my not god, get he murdered. looks so
0: sad. Look how how mm. sad he looks. We love a sad boy. I <laughs> want him bawling. <laughs>
1: I'm kidding. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> okay, so the subtitles. Because they're ahead of the actual movie. All it said was, it sounds perfect, as he's bawling and wiping tears away.
0: <laughs> he cries so pretty. Mm-hmm. Like, it's upsetting. I do
1: like that we get to see all of the characters together for the mm-hmm. the end. Um, well, it's nice to to not have to worry about, you know... Because I, like, I love seeing consequences, um, which sounds, you know, like, very negative connotation in this aspect. Uh, In that aspect, just like, oh, you know, like, what are the consequences? But the consequences in this movie of, like, oh, you know, what happens with their relationship? Like, what happens where they go on a vacation to, to get over their love, but they end up falling in love, is that, you know, they stay in love, but they also become friends with each other and... Mm-hmm. Um, you know, that, that has to have a better word than consequences. I just can't figure Result? out what it is. Result? Maybe.
0: I don't know. I was very caught up in their dancing. hmm
1: <laughs> She's got two reviving. dance in this movie. Cameron Isn't Diaz. Perfect. Mm-hmm.
0: All right. Well, fuck Mary friends. That home. is the end of the movie <laughs> FMF.
1: <laughs> Who would you Who do wants to go
0: first? Who's the third person?
1: <laughs> yeah, I mean like obviously dude, <laughs> Jack Black.
0: Mhm. So, Jasper probably.
1: Okay. Oh, well then that makes it
0: Does it? Easy. Does it?
1: maybe okay because like i want to say just fuck jasper right because you know one done get him out of there never I have to see feel him again that one um and then okay despite what i said earlier about jack black <laughs> I would probably marry him because in this movie, when you get to see all aspects of him and not just his weird comedic side, he's just very wholesome. And I really like that. Um, I would and then,
0: totally set you up with him because I would marry Juthal's character. <laughs> perfect because I'm friend zoning him. Amazing. Amazing. We can be besties bestie couples we Couple can besties. be amanda and
1: iris in this movie
0: i'm down 100 <laughs> <laughs> percent. <laughs> screw jasper <laughs> mm-hmm.
1: Literally. Yeah,
0: <laughs> i like that i like that that works mm-hmm. that's that's a good one happy ending for both of us yay yeah all right sorry we like had to play that one even though this isn't like a traditional episode it's just like Mm -hmm. come on you can't not
1: it's a good staple
0: it is it's too much fun um i think that that's going to be it for this episode today thanks for hanging out with us um hope you guys enjoyed it and let us know if you guys want more uh before we go we are going to shout out our vip patrons susan johnson and Kawanna coleman thank you guys so much for being vips and thank you to all of our patrons who support us on patreon again if you would like to also show your support you can head over to patreon um where you get exclusive content early releases and a lot of other fun community stuff like access to our discord uh, where we watch movies sometimes and talk about them and yeah just hang out and have some fun um so yeah i think that is all that i have for you whitney do you have anything
1: uh just a little thing i mean we always love to hear from you guys um we're constantly changing and evolving evolving and um trying to figure out what works best for you guys if you like this style of episode um let us know tell us. Um, We can possibly do more of this. If you don't like the episode, tell us that too. This might just be something that we do um, on Discord. It might be something that we do more often, depending on what you guys like, what you don't like. Any type of interaction um, from you guys helps us improve the show. Um, Mm -hmm. Even from simple things as just letting us know what movies you want us to review, what you're looking for more. Yes, that is a perk
0: Um, also that you get as a patron, mm-hmm. you get to personally request a movie for us to do an episode on, like a whole yeah. episode.
1: Yeah, so let us know. Um, join our Patreon and help us um, improve as best we can. Yes.
0: All right. I think this is the last episode of this year, so see you next year. We've got some great stuff in store, and I can't wait, so...
1: Me neither. I guess bye. <laughs> Have
0: a good one. Bye.